ಶ್ರೀಗಣೇಶಾ ನಮ ಸರಸ್ವತ್ಯ ನಮಃ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹೆಲೋ ಲಿಸ್ನರ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ರವಿರಂಗನಾಥನ್ ವೆಲ್ಕಮಿಂಗ್ ಯು ಟು ದ ಥರ್ಟಿ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತಾ ಯಹಾ ಪಶ್ಯತಿ ಸ ಪಶ್ಯತಿ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ದ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ತ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಬಿಫೋರ್ ಮೂವಿಂಗ್ ಆನ್ ಟು ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಲೆಟ್ ಮಿ ರೀಕ್ಯಾಪ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ವಿಲ್ ಕವರ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಟೂ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಎ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಟಾಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತಾ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಅಡ್ರೆಸಿಂಗ್ ದ ನೇಚರ್ ಆಫ್ ಹ್ಯೂಮನ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಎ ಡಿಸೈರ್ ಟು ಹೋಲ್ಡ್ ಆನ್ ಟು ಪವರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ರಿಚಸ್ ಅಟ್ ಎನಿ ಕಾಸ್ಟ್ ಎ ಡಿಸೈರ್ ಟು ಶೋಕೇಸ್ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಟ್ಯಾಲೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಎ ಡಿಸೈರ್ ಟು ರೆಸ್ಟೋರ್ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಎ ಡಿಗ್ನಿಟಿ ದಿ ಇಗ್ನರೆನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫ್ರೆಜಿಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಹ್ಯೂಮನ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ಸ್ ಟು ದ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸಾಕ್ಷನಲ್ ರಿಯಾಲಿಟಿ ದಟ್ ಆಲ್ ದೀಸ್ ಡಿಸೈರ್ಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಎ ಟೆಂಡೆನ್ಸಿ ಟು ಟರ್ನ್ ಇನ್ ಟು ಸಾರೋಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸಫರಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಡೆಲ್ಯೂಷನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕನ್ಫ್ಯೂಷನ್ಸ್ ಯೆಟ್ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತಾ ಸೇಸ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟಿಕಲ್ ಸೊಲ್ಯೂಷನ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಇನ್ ದಟ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಅ ವೆರಿ ಆಪ್ಟಿಮಿಸ್ಟಿಕ್ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ ದಟ್ ಟೇಕ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಕ್ಲೈಮ್ ಥ್ರೂ ಫಿಯರ್ ಈವನ್ ಬಿಫೋರ್ ಅರ್ಜುನಾಸ್ ಆರ್ಗ್ಯುಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಟಿಯರ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಮಿಡಲ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಇಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಶೋನ್ ದಟ್ ಇನ್ ಅವರ್ ಲೈಫ್ಸ್ ದೆರ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಗುರು ಅನ್ನೋನ್ ಟು ಅಸ್ ಹೂ ಈಸ್ ಟ್ರಾವೆಲಿಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ಅಸ್ ಟು ಗೈಡ್ ಅಸ್ ಇನ್ ಅವರ್ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಡಿಫಿಕಲ್ಟ್ ಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಅಪ್ ಟು ಅಸ್ ಟು ರೆಕಗ್ನೈಸ್ ಸಚ್ ಅ ಗುರು ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹೆಲ್ಪ್ ಅವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಸ್ ಟು ಸ್ಕೇಲ್ ಹೈಟ್ಸ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಮೊಮೆಂಟ್ ವಿ ವೇಕ್ ಅಪ್ ಟು ನಾಟ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಟಿಲ್ ದ ಮೊಮೆಂಟ್ ವಿ ಡೋಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಬಟ್ ಈವನ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಡ್ರೀಮ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಸ್ಲೀಪ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಎ ಸ್ಟ್ರಾಂಗ್ ಐಡೆಂಟಿಟಿ ಐ ಇನ್ ಆಲ್ ಅವರ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಥಾಟ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಐ ಈಸ್ ಸ್ಟ್ರಾಂಗ್ಲಿ ಅಟ್ಯಾಚ್ಡ್ ಟು ಅವರ್ ಬಾಡೀಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಥಾಟ್ಸ್ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸ್ ಕ್ವಶನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಐಡೆಂಟಿಟಿ ಇನ್ ದ ವೇದ ಮಹಾವಾಕ್ಯಂ ತತ್ ತ್ವಂ ಅಸಿ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ದ ಯು ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ರೆಫರ್ ಟು ದ ಬಾಡಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಥಾಟ್ಸ್ ದ ರಿಷೀಸ್ ಇನ್ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಸೇ ಇಫ್ ಯು ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ನೋ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಗಾಡ್ ರೆಫರ್ ಟು ಆಸ್ ದಟ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಅಬೋ ಮಹಾವಾಕ್ಯಂ ದೆನ್ ದಿಸ್ ರಾಂಗ್ ಐಡಿಯಾ ದಟ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ದ ಬಾಡಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ರಿಮೂವ್ಡ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತಾ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಟಾಟ್ ಆಸ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಗೆಟ್ ದ ಹೈಯೆಸ್ಟ್ ಶ್ರೇಯಸ್ ದ ಹೈಯೆಸ್ಟ್ ಗುಡ್ನೆಸ್ ದೆನ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ರಿಮೂವ್ ದ ರಾಂಗ್ ಐಡೆಂಟಿಟಿ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಯುವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಆಟೋಮ್ಯಾಟಿಕ್ಲಿ ಬ್ರಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಅಪ್ ದ ಕ್ವಶನ್ ಆಫ್ ಹೂ ಆಮ್ ಐ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸ್ ಎಗೇನ್ ಆನ್ಸರ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ವಿತ್ ಅನದರ್ ಮಹಾವಾಕ್ಯಂ ಅಹಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾಸ್ಮಿ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಅನ್ಮ್ಯಾನಿಫೆಸ್ಟ್ ಗಾಡ್ ರೆಫರ್ ಟು ಆಸ್ ದಟ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಯು ಆರ್ ದಟ್ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಹೂ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹೌ ಟು ರಿಯಲೈಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಟಾಟ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಕನೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಟು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಈಸ್ ಅಡ್ರೆಸ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ಡೀಟೈಲ್ ಇನ್ ದ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸಾಕ್ಷನಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಬಿಹೇವಿಯರ್ ವಾಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೋಸ್ಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಟೋನ್ ಡೌನ್ ಟು ಪೀಸಸ್ those who are curious can clearly see a parallel between the teachings in these six chapters with the four noble teachings in buddhism please note that bhagavad gita preceded the buddhism era the first chapter arjuna vishada yoga the yoga of arjuna's grief and the initial few verses of chapter 2 explains that dukkha suffering exists bhagavan's teachings in chapter 2 addresses the other three truths at a high level
dharma samodak chetaha i am not able to see what is right and what is wrong because of that he is even questioning his compassion karpanya dosho bahada swabhavaha my nature is one of defective compassion he was concerned about the consequences of his action in the battlefield death and sin deep in his heart he wants to do the right things and yet he is confused about it and this paralyzes his body what made arjuna make that observation and how did he get out of that situation a transformative understanding is the need of the hour and such an understanding is possible if we can see that arjuna in us the world suffers due to lack of empathy but according to arjuna compassion itself is a disadvantage for it is defective us senator cory booker while talking about unjust systems against blacks said that there is a poverty of empathy and demanded courageous empathy to solve race issues in spite of food available to feed all we see so much hunger in spite of having millions and billions of dollars people's minds are not happy the world is constantly thrown into wars big and small so the question is whether empathy and compassion by itself are defective or not what was bhagwan's response to get the answer let us begin from the beginning bhagavad gita starts with dhritarashtra asking his minister sanjaya tell me what is going on between my sons and pandu's sons in the dharmic place called kurukshetra in fact this conversation between the blind king and minister sanjaya takes place on the evening of the 10th day of the war after sanjaya rushes back from the battlefield to inform the king about the fall of bhishma in response to this question from the king sanjaya starts describing what happened on the battlefield from day 1 of the war on day 1 as the sun is rising duryodhana gives a pep talk to drona and his entire army this was followed by bhishma blowing his conch and cheerleaders making noise on the kauravas side shri krishna and arjuna arrive in a chariot yoked with white horses hanuman is flying majestically on the flag atop the chariot shri krishna follows bhishma and blows his conch and all other chariot leaders in pandava side start blowing their conches one after another next arjuna asks his charioteer to park his chariot in between the two armies to take a close look at who has dared to come and fight with him and shri krishna does that task through the words of sanjaya we come to know that shri krishna asked arjuna to take a good look at the kurus assembled there on taking a look at those who have assembled to fight arjuna's limbs start shaking the gandipa bow slips from his hand but he manages to hold on to the bow he starts expressing his grief giving at least eight categories of reasons why he doesn't want to fight they are one he sees bad omens two he does not want to kill his own kinsman three he has no personal desire four the war leads to incurring sin five the war throws the killer and the families of dead soldiers into hell six he has a higher standard than greedy duryodhana seven concern for impiety setting in society due to mixing of varnas eight concern for the pitrus departed jivatmas not getting the pinda in afterlife
like Arjuna's arguments rooted on I and mine paralyzed him from action, arguments rooted on ego are paralyzing the societies. For example, it is really not that difficult to stop gun violence in the US. But rooted in I and mine, arguments are thrown to avoid dealing with the situation. Not having any more arguments to put forth, Arjuna finally threw not only what he had in his hand, his sacred bow, Gandipa, but consciously took out the arrows in his quiver and threw them onto the ground. This showed his determination not to fight the war. Sanjaya finishes the chapter describing Arjuna's sit-down protest. Unfortunately, the determination of Arjuna was not rooted in right knowledge, but rooted in Shoka Samvigna Manasaha, with a mind overwhelmed with sorrow. All the four characters who talk in the Bhagavad Gita are introduced in the first chapter itself. But only three spoke directly. There was Dhridrashtra Uvacha, Sanjaya Uvacha and Arjuna Uvacha. Uvacha means said or spoke. But there is no Bhagavan Uvacha. Bhagavan expressed himself through his action of driving the chariot to an area in between the two armies as demanded by Arjuna. Even the one sentence he uttered, Partha Pashaitan Samavetan Kuruniti O Partha, see these Kurus gathered, was known only indirectly through Sanjaya. Some of the words used by Sanjaya and Arjuna to describe the miserable situation in life are Vishada, grief, Shoka, sad, Kripaya, pity, Avishtam, being overwhelmed, Vishidantam, grieving, Dharma Sammuda Chetaha, not able to differentiate between right and wrong. Bhagavan's solution to overcome the challenges of life and to have permanent peace and happiness is to know who we really are. If we do not know who we are, then we cannot know what we really want. Without knowing what we should seek, if we run around in the world, then it will only lead to grief and sorrow. Chapter 2, Sankhya Yoga gave this most profound knowledge, the answer to the question, Who am I? This is not just a story about Arjuna that happened 5000 years ago. Though there are glimpses of happiness in our lives, just like Arjuna, we are also confused, disillusioned, riding on a roller coaster of emotions, spewing out negative tendencies, and at the end, crying and suffering. 5000 years have passed by. Even with so much advancement in civilization and technology, we are not able to see clearly between right and wrong between good and bad and create unnecessary wars, divide the society for increasing the pocketbooks, go for over-accumulation of wealth, ignore poverty, nature, environment, etc. For certain, we can say that the peace quotient of the world is low. The likes and dislikes deep in our vasanas dictate our values rather than what is really needed for a particular situation. We boast that we are able to see what is there billions of light years away in a far corner of the universe, but we are not able to see clearly who we are and who we are not. There is a false sense of absolute freedom. We speak elegantly of free speech, but if we deep dive and analyze our actions, we can see that 
they are not rooted in real freedom it is always that whatever we like and whatever we believe is right and whatever we dislike and whatever we don't believe is wrong in the end we settle for relative happiness here and there to understand who we really are the core message is do not run away from the world of activities bhagwan says just change your attitude towards your actions take every challenge as an opportunity for self growth towards knowing your own inner core train the mind to be calm and serene for your inner self to shine brightly instead of seeking happiness realize you are happiness you are ananda bliss perform all actions happily instead of performing actions for happiness in all these bhagwan solution is to live our lives active and at the same time be contemplative chapter 6 ends with him saying have self knowledge and always be a contemplative yogi understanding the hurdles and the practical ways to overcome the hurdles and achieve the goal of going beyond samsara to the brahma nirvana state through self realization is the essence of the teachings in chapter 2 understanding atma nityaha anatma anityaha having a clear distinction between atma our real eternal nature and anatma the perishable body mind intellect ego complex that we possess is essentially the atma jnanam the self knowledge and experiencing it is the self realization in the beginning of chapter 2 bhagavan severely admonishes arjuna who is sitting down on the chariot with the tears flowing down on his cheeks following that arjuna in vain makes another attempt to justify why he does not want to fight and finally gives up his arguments takes refuge and becomes a disciple of shri krishna i say shri krishna and not bhagavan because at that point in time arjuna was only seeing yadava krishna and not bhagavan in chapter 1 arjuna declared that he did not want wealth power name and fame in chapter 2 he says i want shreyas wellness peace of mind real joy he did not want to create a carnage a bloodbath he would rather become a sanyasi with a begging bowl he knew what he wanted and what he did not want yet he did not walk out of the battlefield if i stay and fight i will be the cause of killing my near and dear bhishma and drona i will incur sin because i will be the cause of killing the warriors as well as the destruction of the fabric of the society and in the process destroying the culture and denying pitrus ancestors their pinda food and water if i leave the battlefield then i am not keeping my promise to my brothers and wife madhusudana show me a way out of this painful situation please give me a practical out of box solution show me the path to shreyas and i do not want to fight saying that he surrenders and becomes shri krishna's disciple and asks his charioteer to tell him what he should do bhagwan does not waste time consoling arjuna he opens his innings hitting the ball flying out of the field we grieve for things that we should not grieve for because of the mental delusion of associating values to things that have no lasting value and seeking happiness in those objects 
forgetting that the only thing that is eternal is atma our true inner nature we grieve unnecessarily this is the root cause of all our problems therefore before worrying about fighting for or against anything in this world we should first understand our own true inner nature not knowing that we are the eternal imperishable atma we identify ourselves with anatma our perishable body and thoughts whatever be the condition of our body and mind we never ask the question whether we are anything more than that body and mind and suffer throughout our life even those who say we are souls suffer because they have no idea what that soul is we do not realize our true nature atma is nityaha sarvagataha sanatanaha anashinaha eternal all pervading timeless indestructible that is it is beyond space and time space and time itself exist in it it is ajaha achalaha shashvataha sthanur puranaha unborn immovable changeless stable ancient that is its nature is just a pure existence it does not kill nor is killed weapons cannot cut it fire cannot burn it water cannot wet it wind cannot dry it the nature of atma is akartha actionless but without which no action can take place it does not see but without which we cannot see it does not consume but without which we cannot consume anything whether it is an image or sound or taste or fragrance or touch it is abhokta non experience of enjoyment as well as suffering it is not a thought it is not an object to observe or on which an action can be performed it is just existence that is always in a blissful state it is consciousness it is just a witness of the aging process from being an infant to a young middle aged old person yet it is avyaktaha apramayasya achintyaha unmanifest incomprehensible unthinkable it cannot be grasped in mind for it is beyond the senses and intellect najayate mriyate va kadajit nayam bhutva bhavitavana bhuyaha this is neither born nor does it die at any time on the other hand the entire material world including our body and mind is anatma they are perishable the indweller of the body passes in this body into childhood youth and old age so also does the one inside the body will attain at the end another body it is just like we throw away our old unusable clothes and wear new ones there is nothing to cry about it therefore knowing the indweller having been in existence does not cease to exist your happiness your worth your value should not depend on what you have or what you have not there is no freedom in such a thought an enlightened person is one who is happy by himself or herself the idea that you will be happy if and only if you have non stop streaming of entertainment to a 100 inch tv on the wall is a social construct only those whose identity is independent of the social and material environment is really a free person the nature of these environments is to change constantly 
remove the three impurities of the mind namely negativities like anger jealousy greed depression etc confusion due to the choices the world throws at you and ignorance about your own self follow your swadharma and purify the mind change is the only changeless fact of life do not allow your mind to swing with those changes such a truly free person is called a sthida prajna sthida prajna means a person of steady wisdom only such a person attains the brahma nirvana state not understanding that you unnecessarily grieve for things that you should not grieve for that was bhagwan's answer to arjuna's concern about death of his near and dear especially bhishma and drona arjuna's second major concern was that he will get sin because of the consequences of the war on and off the battlefield in our daily life we also come across many situations and wonder if a particular action will result in sin or not bhagwan gives a universal way to deal with any action of the world by anyone without incurring sin it is to treat all the dualities of the world the same and engage in actions without the sense of doership this starts with treating the results of our actions with an equanimity of mind by surrendering the results to a higher supreme power and accepting the results as prasadam a gift from god and moving on with the life without grief and sorrow to live like that we need yoga but what is yoga bhagavan gives many definitions the chapter title arjuna vishada yoga suggests grief itself is yoga grief is a catalyst for real change but what is yoga starting in chapter 2 bhagavan slowly and steadily introduces the various levels of yoga and culminates in chapter 6 with its highest definition to begin with yoga is skill in action as well as equanimity of mind performing actions as yoga karmasu kaushalam as skillful actions and yoga samattvam uchyate with an attitude of equanimity of mind gives a lifestyle called karma yoga in this focus is to perform our ordained duties with skill and at the same time not allow the mind to be tossed around by the result of our actions by having an equanimity of mind to the results this does not mean that we accept poor results this does not mean that we should not improve our results that will go against the first definition that yoga is skill in action it is a clear understanding of karman eva adhikaraste we have power or authority over our actions but mafalesu katachana we do not have the power or authority over the outcome of our actions there are many external factors that are involved in that final result life is to be skillful in our actions to make a change where it is needed and possible and at the same time accept what we cannot change this is being active and at the same time being contemplative that teaching about karmanya vadiharaste is to deal with the material world on the other hand not wanting to incur sin is rooted in the wish to go to a higher world and not suffer in hell the state of godhood the brahma nirvana state is beyond the three gunas of the prakriti and to reach that state one has to be a 
ನಿರ್ದ್ವಂದೋ ನಿತ್ಯಸತ್ವಸ್ಥ ನಿರ್ಯೋಗಕ್ಷೇಮ ಆತ್ಮವಾನ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಬೈ ಡಿಸ್ಕಾರ್ಡಿಂಗ್ ಆಲ್ ಡುಯಾಲಿಟೀಸ್ ರೈಸ್ ದ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಅಟ್ ಸತ್ವಗುಣ ಅಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ಗೋ ಬಿಯಾಂಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಬಟ್ ದೆರ್ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ವೇಸ್ ವಿಲನ್ಸ್ ಹೂ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ಮೇಕ್ ಅವರ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಈಸಿ ದಿ ಹರ್ಡಿಲ್ಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಇನ್ ಸತ್ವ ಗುಡ್ನೆಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಟು ಗೋ ಬಿಯಾಂಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಆರ್ ಕಾಮ ಅಂಡ್ ಕ್ರೋಧ ಡಿಸೈರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಂಗರ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದ ಸೆಲ್ಫಿಷ್ ಇಂಟ್ರಾಕ್ಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಸೆನ್ಸಸ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ವೆನ್ ವಿ ಇಂಟರಾಕ್ಟ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಮಾತ್ರಾಸ್ಪರ್ಶಾಸ್ತು ಕೌಂತೆಯ ಶೀತೋಷ್ಣ ಸುಗ ದುಃಖದಾಹ ದಿ ಕಾಂಟ್ಯಾಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸೆನ್ಸಸ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಕಾಸ್ ಹೀಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕೋಲ್ಡ್ ಪ್ರೆಷರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪೇನ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ನೇಚರ್ ಆಫ್ ಪ್ರಕೃತಿ ದಿ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ನೇಚರ್ ದೇ ವಿಲ್ ಇಂಡ್ಯೂಸ್ ಡಿಸೈಯರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಂಗರ್ ದೇ ವಿಲ್ ಟ್ರೈ ಟು ಸ್ಟ್ರೆಂಗ್ತನ್ ಅವರ್ ಲೈಕ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡಿಸ್ಲೈಕ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ಚುನೇಟ್ಲಿ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ದೇ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಎ ಬಿಗಿನಿಂಗ್ ದೇ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಆನ್ ಎಂಡ್ ಎಂಡ್ಯೂರ್ ದಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ಅಲೌ ದಮ್ ಟು ಸ್ಟ್ರೆಂಗ್ತನ್ ದ ಲೈಕ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡಿಸ್ಲೈಕ್ಸ್ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ಟೇಕ್ ಸೈಡ್ಸ್ ಟೇಕ್ ದಿ ಮಿಡಲ್ ಗ್ರೌಂಡ್ ರಿಮೆಂಬರ್ ನಾ ಸತೋ ವಿದ್ಯತೆ ಭಾವ ನಾ ಭಾವೋ ವಿದ್ಯತೆ ಸತಃ ದಿ ಅನ್ರಿಯಲ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ನೋ ಎಂಡ್ಯೂರೆನ್ಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಎಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ರಿಯಲ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ದಟ್ ಫರ್ಮ್ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಫಾರ್ ಹೂಮ್ ದ ಪ್ರೆಷರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪೇನ್ ಆರ್ ಸೇಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಟು ಹೂಮ್ ದೀಸ್ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ಅಫ್ಲಿಕ್ಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಫಿಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ರಿಯಲೈಸಿಂಗ್ ಲಿಬರೇಷನ್ ಸುಗದುಃಖೆ ಸಮೇಕೃತ್ವ ಲಾಭಾಲಾಭೋ ಜಯಾಜಯೋ ಟ್ರೀಟಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ರೆಷರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪೇನ್ ಗೈನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಲಾಸ್ ವಿಕ್ಟ್ರಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡಿಫೀಟ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ತದೋ ಯುದ್ಧ ಯುಜಸ್ವ ನೈವಂ ಪಾಪಂ ಅವಾಪ್ಸಿ ದನ್ ಯು ಎಂಗೇಜ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಚಾಲೆಂಜಸ್ ಪೋಸ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ಲೈಫ್ ಯು ಶಾಲ್ ನಾಟ್ ಇನ್ಕರ್ ಸಿನ್ ದೇರ್ ಫೋರ್ ಇಂದ್ರಿಯಾನ್ ಇಂದ್ರಿಯಾರ್ಥೇಭ್ಯ ರೆಸ್ಟ್ರೈನ್ ದ ಸೆನ್ಸಸ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಎನಿ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ಫಾಲೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಸಚ್ ಅ ಡಿಸಿಪ್ಲಿನ್ಡ್ ವೇ ಆಫ್ ಲೈಫ್ ವಿತ್ ವಿವೇಕ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರಿಮಿನೇಷನ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ಆತ್ಮ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಅನಾತ್ಮ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ವೈರಾಗ್ಯ ಡಿಸ್ಪ್ಯಾಷನ್ ಫಾರ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಅಚೀವ್ ದ ಹೈಯೆಸ್ಟ್ ಬ್ಲಿಸ್ ದ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ನಿರ್ವಾಣ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಎಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಷನ್ ಟು ದಿಸ್ ವಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಅಕ್ವೈರ್ ವೆಲ್ತ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಂಜಾಯ್ ಇಟ್ ಬಟ್ ದಿ ಪರ್ಸ್ಯೂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಅರ್ಥ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕಾಮ ವೆಲ್ತ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡಿಸೈರ್ಸ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ ಸಾರೋಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಸಫರಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಕಮ್ ಟು ಅನ್ ಎಂಡ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಇನ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ನಿರ್ವಾಣ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಕಮ್ಸ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಥ್ರೂ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ರಿಯಲೈಸೇಷನ್ ಇನ್ ಬುದ್ಧಾಸ್ ಸ್ಟೋರಿ ವಿ ಹಿಯರ್ ದಟ್ ಹಿ ಅಟೆಂಡ್ ನಿರ್ವಾಣ ಲಿಬರೇಷನ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಇಸ್ ಯೂಸಿಂಗ್ ದ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ರೆಷನ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ನಿರ್ವಾಣ ಲಿಬರೇಷನ್ ವೈ ಲಿವಿಂಗ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮರ್ಜಿಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಆನ್ ಫಿಸಿಕಲ್ ಡೆತ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಬಾಡಿ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ವೇ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಅಡ್ರೆಸ್ಡ್ ಬೋತ್ ದಿ ಇಶ್ಯೂಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಡೆತ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸಿನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಸ್ಟ್ ಅರ್ಜುನ ಟು ಗೆಟ್ ಅಪ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫೈಟ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಮೈಂಡ್ ರೂಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟೆಡ್ ಈಸ್ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಕೋಟಿಂಗ್ ಎ ಪಂಡಿತ ಹೂ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆನ್ಶಿಯೇಟ್ ಲಿವಿಂಗ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡೆಡ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಂಡೆಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಎ ಡೀಟೈಲ್ಡ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕಷನ್ ಆನ್ ಸಿದಪ್ರಜ್ಞ ಎ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಆಫ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ವಿಸ್ಡಮ್ ಇನ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ಹಿ ಆರ್ಗ್ಯೂಡ್ ಫಾರ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಷನ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಅರ್ಜುನ ಹಿ ಗೇವ್ ಮೆನಿ ಅನಾಲಜೀಸ್ ಟು ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೈನ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಂಪಲ್ ಒನ್ ಆಸ್ ದ ವಿಂಡ್ ಟಾಸಸ್ ಎ ಬೋಟ್ ಆನ್ ವಾಟರ್ ಎ ವಾಂಡರಿಂಗ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಕ್ಯಾರೀಸ್ ಅವೇ ಈವನ್ ಎ ವೈಸ್ ಪರ್ಸನ್ಸ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರಿಮಿನೇಷನ್
it is night for the sage who sees with the teachings as far as bhagavan is concerned he has covered all the issues of arjuna and made it very clear what he expects from arjuna but the radio receiver in arjuna's head was not tuned to bhagavan's transmission frequency because of that we move to chapter 3 that is for the next episode until that time this is raviranganathan bidding goodbye bhagavad gita yah pashyati sapashyati yah pashyati sapashyati yah pashyati sapashyati yah pashyati sapashyati oh